step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to the show. My name is Charlton with Big C. This is Charlton and Big C Sports coming to you worldwide on the Big C Sports Network, on the number one network in the United States of America. And Big C Sports has been voted the number one sports show in the universe, according to Big C. And them good old boys down south, I want to say bienvenidos to all of our listeners in Latin America and also across the pond in London, England, as well as Paris, France. Of course, you good old boys in Canada, you know we love you in Africa, the big sea tribe, but there's no one we love more than the good old boys down south and the land of the free and the home of the brave on a beautiful December 21st, 2018. Big C, how's it going for you good old boys down south? Well, Charlton, I guess it's almost Christmas. We're going to get around to that point next week because this has been one of the longest weeks that, that you can ever deal with. There has been no major college football play. The NFL stole Thursday night football from us. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost been depressing. Yeah. So I guess rain, you know, suits me instead of crying. <laughs> No need in crying about it, Big C. It's all fear and love and war. I do want to say today's segment is sponsored by your Northern California Cadillac dealers, home of the all-new Cadillac Escalade, the standard of the world. And when you go by and test drive yours, tell them Charlton and Big C sent you. I'm telling you, we're getting so close to Christmas. The They showed the traffic down at LAX. I know LA is a great place. I know there's a lot of people that want to go to LA and play sports. A lot of people, if you can afford it, you go to LA to live. Of course, is the is the entertainment capital basically of the world down there in Hollywood in L.A. But just trying to fly out, Big C. How is Santa going to get through the L.A. traffic with all those jets trying to take off at the same time, Big C? Your thoughts? Well, Charlton, I'm just wor- worrying about him flying anywhere across the country. I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you got to think about the air traffic and how it's increased, you know, in the United States and around the world. And not only that, does he not have to just worry about the jet planes any longer, Charlie? You got to worry about all these little drones flying yeah, around. I know. And I mean, they've been shutting down air traffic in major cities. Matter of fact, London Gatwick was shut down yesterday, Charlie, because people have been flying the drones over over the airport. Yeah. So I mean, Santa has a lot of concerns nowadays. So some of these kids might be a little delay in their presence. Yeah. Arriving. <laughs> we know that's true too, Big Z. Everybody knows. Santa has to get those toys across the across the pond, all over the world. Actually, Big C, I hope he's safe out there flying with those reindeers. But also thinking of flight, and thinking of going into the holiday weekend. You know, everything starts in the White House. I know Jim Mattis steps down, and that's unsettling because he and Trump don't agree on things. Mattis has the history of understanding how the military works. Trump doesn't, but there's a lot of concern about that, Big C, and a lot of people. When you have someone like Mattis that steps down that has such high respect, maybe it's his fault for putting his, his Pope and POTUS in the first place. But where does our country go from here, Big C, your thoughts? Well, you know, I, I, Trump may have been correct. He said he knew more than all the generals that have ever <laughs> served in the military. Yeah. Now, you think about it. He was able to get five deferments just based on shin splint. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And he can't remember which leg and foot he had him in. Yeah. But, you know, th- th- this shows that that there's no stability in the White House whatsoever, Charlton, when our nation's military leaders step aside. And he wrote a stern resignation pres- uh, letter to the president. The president was so, I, I guess you would say, unintelligent yeah, about the situation, Charlton. Yeah, yeah. And then he came out and made a statement that Mattis would be retiring. Right. But this man retired 20 years ago from the military, Charlton. Yeah. So he was already retired. He came out of retirement to help the country. Yeah. Because he felt that in the time of need that they needed some veteran military leadership, Charles. Yeah. That's but he's also stated that the president and he did not see eye to eye on the operation of the military uh, of the United States. Yeah. He, he felt that the, the president was manipulating the military for his political gain. Yep. You know, pulling troops out of Syria, reducing the troops in Afghanistan, Charles. 
using the military to go down to the border stating that it was a security threat to the United States. It's never been a security threat, Charlton, to the United States. Yeah. The Mexican border hasn't, Charlton. And yeah. Santa's going to have a problem getting across that border <laughs> with all that top wire that yeah. the president's had put up there, Charlton. But, you know, just fundamentally, when you think about the intelligent men that have been in this country, not only did Mattis resign, Charlton, but, you know, General Kelly resigned a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So when you think about the generals that were in the White House, these are men that have protected our nation for decades. Yeah. That have sacrificed their lives, Charlton, for the service of this country. Yeah. Not for political gain, Charlton, but for honor and dignity. Yeah. And, and they just fought with their men in the fields, Charlton. Yeah. They just haven't sit behind a desk and called in the hair plug specialist to straighten out the hair. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they, for when they say America first, Charlton, yeah. that's what those those generals have done. They put America first in front of their families, in front of everybody. Yeah. Trump hasn't done that. Yeah. So when I think about Mattis reti- uh, not retiring, Charlton, but resigning, resigning from his cabinet post, Charlton, and that's what everybody needs to understand. He resigned. Yeah. Because of political differences, Charlton. He knows that the military. Is about the sovereignty of the military. Yeah, not for political and personal gain, Trump. And also, he he denounced Trump, saying Trump doesn't know what he's doing. And when you talk about the base, like this, talk about the base. Let's put it saying Trump's base. Just say ignorant people who are xenophobic and ethnocentric. Everybody knows this country. We all are different. We're a melting pot. But when someone was on a game show host just a couple of years ago. You're fired. I think that's what POTUS is going to ultimately hear, according to Chris Matthews from NBC, or CS, MSNBC, one of the great anchors in the, in the history of the United States of America, thinks that maybe POTUS is trying to get himself in a position so they will have him just kicked out of office. But everyone, if you think you're his base, there's a guy that's so sad, I don't even know how he has a position in Washington, D.C., and you think of Mitch McConnell. And he wanted to make sure that President Obama was a one-term president. Now it looks like the guy that he backed is going to be a one-term president. Even that knucklehead has lost faith in Donald Trump. If you lose faith in Trump and you're a knucklehead like Mitch McConnell, Big C, where do you go from there, Big C, your thoughts? Well, you know, McConnell's talks about Obama was race-driven, Charlton. It wasn't political divide. It was race-driven. you, you got to think of his background and where he's from in this country, Charlton. Yeah. It, is that he's never had to be a subordinate to a black man at any point in his life. And all of a sudden, we had President Obama. Yeah. He didn't look at it from a political perspective, Charlton. He looked at it from a personal perspective. Yeah. And they were willing, Charlton, to let this country fall to any depths because of their disdain for President Obama. Yeah. Well, when you look at where we are in this country, Charlton, and everybody said, okay, he's a businessman. That, that's, that's what Trump is. Yeah. Look at your 401ks. Look at the stock market in this past week. This is the first, this is the worst week in the stock market since the Great Depression. Yeah. This is the first worst December in the stock market since the Great Depression. Just this week alone, Charlton, the stock market has lost 2,000 points. Yeah. So all those people with those 401ks and, and Trump said, look how well you're doing financially. Yeah. You know, that tax return that he promised, you're not going to get unless you're a large corporation worth billions of dollars. Yeah. And so when we look at the deficit, no one has paid attention to the deficit kicker, Charlton, since Trump has been president. When he reduced the tax base in this country, something opposite had to happen. Yeah. That meant the deficit had to rise because the federal government was no longer bringing in X amount of dollars, Charlton. It reduced the amount of money that it was bringing in. Yeah. So when you ask yourself, are you better off today than what you were before, Charlton? You, you can't honestly say yes if you're a middle class or lower class citizen in this country, yeah. which is the majority of the United States. And people say, well, unemployment's at an all-time low. You have to understand the factors when they say unemployment. That means that people can no longer receive unemployment. Yeah. That that's what that means. That's a factor in it. It's not that people have gotten jobs. They never tell you how many jobs that these people have. They just tell you people can no longer receive unemployment. So when unemployment is at the lowest all times, that means that they no longer can receive that benefit that they yeah. paid for. Yeah doesn't mean that they've gotten a job. So these are the things that the president, when they talk about fudging the numbers, they don't tell you. Because when you look around 
in areas that where you've seen people and you know people that are unemployed. Yeah. Have they gotten a job? That's the question you have to ask. Jobs go up during the holiday season, Chocolate, but they're just temporary jobs. Yeah. They're not long-term jobs. And we got a president tonight, Chocolate, talking about shutting down part of the federal government. Crazy. He said when he went to Washington, he was going to drain the swamp. What he has done was put a bunch of fat alligators in the swamp, Chocolate. <laughs> that have eaten very well since he's been president. Yeah. Because his friends and constituents, Chocolate, that were wealthy when he took the, the job, Charlton, yep. have gotten even wealthier. I mean, Wilbur Ross, you know, who was his uh, Treasury Secretary, it was disclosed that he was supposed to have sold off a lot of stock when he became Treasury Secretary. Yeah. Wilbur Ross kept his stock, Charlton. Wow. And <laughs> it, it, it made hundreds of millions of dollars off of it. <laughs> yeah. Because he could control the market. So when you talk about benefiting from the monument clause and everything else from yep. this administration talking, that they have raked America over the coal. So those people that are his base, I am glad that they stick by it. Trust yeah. me, I am. Because you, you never know, uh, you know, what you miss until it's gone. Yep. And yep. so when this guy has promised you all of what he's going to do, Mexico's going to build a wall. Mexico said, <laughs> and I can't see it in Spanish. Okay? No comprende, no comprende. He's threatening <laughs> yeah. the Senate and the Congress. If you don't pay for the wall because Mexico won't, I'm going to shut down the government. Yeah. Go back to your base and tell them that you lied to them. Yeah. That you got punched in the mouth and that you you sold a whole lot of bull. And the, the word I think is called <laughs> shitty, like a Chevrolet car. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that's what you need to do. Yeah. Be honest with them. Give them a Christmas present of truth. Yeah. That's what the nation deserves. A Christmas present of truth from the White House, Charlton. Yeah, they're not going to get the truth, Big C. They can't handle the truth. That's what the great Jack told us. You can't handle the truth. I, I just hope that everybody going through the holidays, you know, our military, I've had family serve military. My father served in the military. I've had relatives serve in the military, a brother. And I just know that their their lives are on the line every day, whether something gets funded or not, if the government gets shut down or not. I just know there's a lot of people. I was out shopping today. I was just in the grocery store getting some food. And there's this Caucasian lady. I was trying to buy some fruit. Well, you know, she started dancing, Big C. <laughs> she must have been about 80 years old. And she's... And she's nice. I mean, she's a sweetheart. But she looked at me and said, hey, I, I'm still flexible. I'm still flexible. And she started then. I, I thought she'd be flirt with me, but there was a guy behind me that bought her age. <laughs> but everybody, everybody's having a good time. And that's what it's supposed to be. But while we're having a good time and old ladies are dancing in the grocery store, and I think she was trying to dance with me, we still have military. And they depend on leadership because their lives are on the line. They're not out buying groceries. They're not, they're not out dancing in a grocery store. They're out trying to do whatever it takes to keep our country safe. So whether it's Maddie stepping down or all the shenanigans going on in Washington, D.C., even if you are his base, there's no way that you want a country that's run like it is now. I just think if people are honest with themselves, they have to come to that conclusion. Big well, well, Charlton, think about this point. And that partial government shutdown. Yeah. You know one of the benefits that are taken away? What's that? Military benefits. I know. Yep. Benefit to those spouses who have lost their partner in the war. Yeah. Their, their benefits are cut. Even active duty soldiers will not be paid during a mili during a government shutdown. Yeah. So when when you have a president says that we have the greatest fighting force in the world and he's going to make it even better. Yep. Oh, but I'm not going to pay you guys. You're going to go out there and fight for free. Yeah. Think about that. Think about those children and those spouses that were left behind, Charlton, by our fallen soldiers in this country. And our president said, well, I don't care about them because I'm more concerned about building this facetious wall yep. on the border that means nothing than, the, than the, those families that need to be taken care of because of the significant breadwinner in that family is no longer with them, Charlton, yep. for protecting this country. That's true. He, he thinks more about building this wall, and, and no one can figure out why he's so stuck on building this wall, Chocolate. What is he going to do? We have more, and this is what his base needs to understand. We have more people that come into this country illegally via boat yeah. and via plane yeah. than anyone crossing that southern border, Chocolate. Yeah. 
There's more people coming to this country. Ask him about his wife. You know, she was an illegal alien until he married her. Yep. Matter of fact, he just gave her parents citizenship a couple months ago. Oh, really? So wow. how did they get past the system? Yep. And yet, they didn't apply for asylum. No. They got citizenship. Yep. Because he became president. Wow. And they did not disclose it, Charles. Wow. So, you know, ask him, what is he doing for the basic American, the layman American, the person that has to go to work every day? Yeah. You want to build this border wall. Why, Charlton? Is so that you can only let people in this country that have your complexion <laughs> wow. and not dark complexions? Yeah. That's a good point, Big C. It's almost as if how many shoppers will actually feel satisfied with themselves for spreading love based upon items they purchased for the holidays? As opposed to, they're going to give gifts to people that may even be ungrateful that will stand in line the next day after Christmas trying to return that gift. When you look at POTUS trying to make people of color return to Mexico who are just, they're leaving because they want to come to a better opportunity. The same way Europeans came here to the United States, Statue of Liberty told us that. But I did not know that what you just said, how he just gave, you know, Melania's parents citizenship too just a few months ago. It did not make national news. He didn't say anything negative about them, but they didn't come here the way everybody else had to, Big C. They got some favoritism, but it's all part of the, the, the garbage cycle that's happening in the swamp, the White House swamp right now that we have. But I just hope that young people don't be hoodwinked. Make sure you pay attention to what's going on in politics, especially if you have family and military. I know they want their loved ones to come home safe, but with matters stepping down, there's a lot of bad stuff happening. I just hope that we can keep an eye on what makes it better, Big C. I want to just touch real quick on some world of the NBA. Alvin Gentry, New Orleans, says that he couldn't care less about what people say about Davis going to the Lakers or Davis going anywhere, that he's not going to deal with a trade when it comes to Davis. And maybe he can say that, but he's not the owner of the team. It depends on how it be structured. But I'm glad that he stood, took a stand and told everyone involved that he's at least going to stand up and say, no, there's no trade, because you got to tell your fan base that you're there for the long term, unlike the Raiders trading your best players. Big C, your thoughts? Well, Charlton, you, you, you got to think about the sports cycle when there's nothing hot on the table. What reporters talk about. You know, I, I always love the guy that said, well, my sources tell me. Yeah. You know, it's never that the owner told me or the general manager told me. It's my sources told me. Yeah. And the, the last I checked, that sources don't make trades. No. Okay? No. They, they don't sign contracts. No. So their sources are just like our sources, Charleston. Yeah. It's what we think at that moment. That's our source. Yeah. Okay? Your mind. So when you're on television and, and you can come out there and make a statement before everybody, no one's going to call you to the plate on that statement because no. you made it on air. Yeah. It's not like you had any money on the table. It's not like you had a bet on the table in Las Vegas. Right. <laughs> you know, if you don't call it, you know, on a poker hand. Right. You know, it's over with. Right. So right. They, they say these things with the economy about, you know, this player's going here, this player's going there. You, you think about last year when LeBron James was headed to the Lakers. Yeah. He made no calls about that. Everybody knew that LeBron was going to the Lakers. Yeah. It was not a breaking news story. Right. Everybody knew that. Even Magic had talked about it on television. Yeah. Which was tampering and he was fine for it. Yeah. So, but, but LeBron knew that his next career move was going west. Now, as all the broadcasters try to stockpile NBA teams, Charlton, you can't because there's too many markets out there that are devoid of players. Yeah. Now, you think about how strong would the NBA be, Charlton, if the best three or four teams in the league are all in the West Coast. Yeah. You think about how that hurts the NBA from a marketing perspective, Charlton. And you know what that marketing perspective is? What's that? Television, Charlton. Yep. Television. Yeah. So if all your marquee games are coming on at 11 o'clock Eastern time, Charlton, how much money does the NBA lose? They would lose a lot, yeah. The NBA by LeBron going to the Lakers financially. Yeah. Because those primetime games, Charlton, they come on at 7, 30, 8 o'clock in the West. Yeah. There's a three-hour time difference on the East. It hurts them financially, Charlton. Yeah. And that worries the NBA. So they're not going to have all of those great players on the East. You're not going to see Giannis come out West. 
it's going to be tough to get Kawhi Leonard out west. As much as he wants to go to Los Angeles, Charlton, yeah. they'll find a way to keep him in Toronto, to keep that balance. Yep. You look at the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers that have built strong structures there, Charlton. That the NBA's next big move is that they're going to try to build a foundation in New York with the Knicks. That's going to be their next big move. You recall several years back, as Miami was strong, Charlton. That's right. Look how many marquee games that were on television with the Heat playing, Charlton. That's the a Heat had point. three different waves on the East Coast. Yep. When they had Alonzo Mourning, when they had Shaquille O'Neal, when they had LeBron James. Have you seen the Heat on television since that, Charlton? No. Maybe once, maybe twice. Yep. You, you just don't get them. The teams you've always gotten have been the Boston Celtics. Yep. You, now you're getting the Philadelphia 76ers, Charlton. Are the Cleveland Cavaliers still in the NBA? <laughs> I think they've been moved. On the <laughs> <laughs> no. They're gone, so they really don't exist. <laughs> yeah. So when all of these guys are on television and writing in print, telling you everything, this player is going here, this player is going there. You have to look at the balance of the league, Charlton. Think about Denver had the best record in the NBA, Charlton, up until I think they may – well, in the Western Conference. Yeah. How many times have Denver been on television? You haven't seen them. No, I haven't seen them. They have not seen them on a prime time. They got the best record in the West, and you don't even see them prime time in the NBA. Yeah. So when all of these guys are talking about this player is going here, this player is going there, Anybody who's a fan of the game have to understand this game is run through economics. Yep. Where can we get the, the best television revenue from? Yeah. That's the main reason, Patrick, you really don't see the Toronto Raptors on television. As good as they, they are. They're the best team in the NBA. Yeah. Best record. They should have been on television more than anybody else this year, Charlton. The Lakers have been on TV Three to four times as many times as the Raptors talk. A lot, yep. And they're just barely above 500. That's a good so point. So when all these preponderance want to talk and say, no, this player's going here, this player's going there, you might want to call Adam Silver. Yeah. And say, how does this economic balance work versus power teams? That's a good point. That's a very good point, Big C. In fact, when you talk about the NBA, we all know it's a great game. I mean, it really is a great game. Detroit at Charlotte tonight. Cleveland at Toronto, you just talked about Toronto. That used to be a market game last year. No longer Think about this, Charlton. Those yeah. three games that you just, just named. Yeah. You haven't seen any of those teams on television other than maybe Toronto this year. Just Toronto, basically. That's it. Indiana at Brooklyn, Atlanta at New York. You would think New York, with the way the league can structure players and contracts to get the best players to go to different cities. New York's been absent a long time. I think we can go back to the great days of Patrick Ewing back in the day before they were must-see TV, Big C. Does that make any sense? It, it really does, Charlton. Not, not since Gundy being the coach there, Charlton, in, in the late 90s were the, the Knicks re relevant. I mean, even when they had Carmelo Anthony. Yep. You know, th this was a team that was never on the upside, Charlton. They, they, they were really at the bottom of the heap in, in the Eastern Conference. He could never push them over. But you've just called off 10 NBA franchises, Charlton. Yeah. And only one of them I've seen on television this year, the Toronto Raptors. Yep. That's it. That's it. You know, one out of 10. And so when you talk about economic balance in the league, Charlton, yeah. you have to be able to put seats, butts in the seats in these markets. Yeah. And if you only got the power structure in one conference, Charlton, you're only going to get one or two home games that you're going to have a sellout the entire year. Yeah. That's a good point, Big C. Also, more games in the NBA schedule tonight. Milwaukee with Giannis at Boston. Now, that's must-see TV. These games are already underway. If you look at Milwaukee at Boston, it's a great market for Boston. Milwaukee's not a great market, but they have a solid team. I would not be surprised if they got the better of Boston tonight. Big C, your thoughts? Well, you know, Milwaukee's an up-and-coming team, Charlton. When you look at Giannis and his development in the NBA they're, they're on that upward swing. Yeah. Boston has had some troubles this year, Charlton. And I knew that they would have trouble the minute they put Gordon Hayward back in the lineup and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. You stunted the growth of those young players. Yeah. You know, like they talked about the process in Los Angeles and in Philadelphia, developing yeah. the young players. They brought in all those veterans in, in Los Angeles. The young players are not getting the, the time on the court. 
you, you look in Boston, you had three young guns, Charlton, that were developing, that were potential all-stars in a year or two. All of a sudden, you bring in back these veterans with these big contracts, and you got to play them, you can't set them. Yeah. All of a sudden, this Boston team doesn't look like the same Boston team as last year, and, and Milwaukee's on the upswing. Very good point. Orlando at Chicago. Remember the back in the day, Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls, no more of that big seed. Minnesota at San Antonio. Even San Antonio's fading, but I won't say they faded until they missed the playoffs. That Minnesota is an up-and-coming team. Utah at Portland, one of the best-kept secrets in the country is Portland, the city of Portland. Also, the Trailblazers, even when they win, they're still in the backdrop of the Golden State Warriors. Memphis at Sacramento tonight, but the marquee matchup tonight, really, is about the name game. Not that they're the better teams, but New Orleans at Los Angeles. And I can guarantee you that's a 7.30 tip-off on, on ESPN. All they're going to talk about in that broadcast is the thoughts, the potential of Davis joining King James in L.A., which may not happen. It's almost like in L.A., you got to have who's going to be second fiddle to LeBron. I was even talking to some young AAU basketball players, and they all said, if you're the king of New Orleans, why would you go to L.A. and play Robin when you're already Batman, Big C? You know what? LeBron would never go to New Orleans. He's the king wherever he goes. But money talks. But if you are a guy that's ego-driven, I don't know if Davis is, but there's really no benefit to him going to L.A. because he's not going to be the featured guy anymore, Big C. Your thoughts? Well, Charlton, all players ultimately strive to win a championship. you got to understand, veteran players in the NBA, there's no poor veteran players in the NBA. So when they talk about max contract, uh, you know, these guys, something they talk about max contract, they're talking $150 million, wow. $200 million. Yeah. Okay? The least the guy is going to make is $120 million in his next contract, Elton, if he was to go to another team with another superstar. Yeah. I don't think he'll go broke. LeBron did that down in Miami with Wade and Bosh. They all took less money, Elton, yeah, to win championships. Yeah. But you also got to understand, New Orleans and the Lakers have been in this neighborhood before. Yeah. Chris Paul was being traded to the Lakers yep. about a decade ago. David Stern said, no, we're not doing that. Right. Why? It's an unbalance of power, Charlton, in the league. Yeah. We're putting all the the assets in one organization. I'm not going to allow it. Right. So that, that relationship was never consummated between the Lakers and he ended up with the Clippers, Charlton. Yeah. So when you look at trades taking place, Charlton, the NBA will niche trades. They can't stop agency. They will make you play out your contract yeah. to go someplace if they don't want you to go there. Kevin Durant had to play out his contract. There wasn't a trade involved. Right, that's true. Uh, James Harden played out his contract. There wasn't a trade involved. Yeah. So you have to look at how the NBA looks at this, Charlton. People want to look at it from a naive perspective and say, wow, you know, if he gets to the Lakers... Adam Silver said, well, if he gets to the Lakers, right. he'll be a free agent when he gets there. Yeah. yeah. I'm not letting the organizations make that move, Charles. Yeah, that's a very good point, Basie. We all know it's a great it's a great business. The sports business is so fascinating. But I want to ask you a question. I know you were an all-around athlete. Can you imagine when you were just playing, even at the high school level, and you played pickup basketball with the guys in the neighborhood, that you would actually have guys that would make $100 million compared to some of the guys you played against. I'm not saying they were NBA talent, but you would think a doctor or someone who's going to solve, you know, cancer is making $100 million. Not a guy that averages 25 points a game, Big C. Your thoughts? Well, Charlton, you know, ironically, I, I was having this conversation with a gentleman today. We were sitting up talking about players today versus players back when I came out. Yeah. And, and, and in football, Charlton, when I, when I came out of college, the minimum salary in the NFL, and people think that football players have always made a lot of money. Yeah. The minimum salary that the NFL could sign you for if you had been a free agent. Yeah. Was seventeen thousand five hundred dollars, Charlton. Wow. Seventeen thousand five hundred dollars to play a fourteen game schedule. Yeah. The minimum a player can make now, Charlton, in the NFL being on the practice roster is three hundred and fifty eight thousand. So you gotta realize a guy on the practice roster, Charlton makes more a week than guys could make as a free agent in a year. Wow. When I came out of college. Yeah. 
Let me give you another staggering number, Charlton. In 1983, NFL went on strike, I believe it was. Yeah. The average salary in the NFL, Charlton, was $128,000. Wow. $128,000. So when people want to say these guys are making absorbent money, yes, they make great incomes now. Yeah. But you got to think back 30, 35 years ago, Charlton, players, reality-wise, did not make a lot of money. So when they see old-time players struggling financially, Charlton, and when you got taxed in the NFL, Charlton, you got taxed if you were getting paid every week for 52 weeks. Right. Not during the weeks of the season. So they took out more taxes out of your check. 35, 40% of your check went to taxes. So it didn't look like what your contract said. Right. So to have an understanding of professional athletes and the money that they make, they make great money now, but there's no restitution paid to the old players who paved the way for them to make that. Yeah. So when these guys on television are talking about, wow, well, he has a chance if he gets if he stays where he is and gets a max contract of this amount of money, I still haven't found a player yet, Chelsea, that can't survive on $20 million a year. <laughs> yeah, that's a great thing when you think about it. Growing up as a young African-American boy, and oftentimes you didn't hear about anyone making a million dollars, and to see that guys make that every 30 days, just amazing the sea change that's happened. Big C, I want to say sports is a billion dollar industry. Boys and girls sports is the foundation to a billion dollar industry. For every athletic and sporting event, you need athletic and event insurance. We work with Ben and Mark. They work with Big C Sports. Whether you're a pro team, a collegiate team, a high school team, or your mom and pop soccer league, when you reach out to them, let them know Big C sent you. And speaking of money, I mean, football players, when they understand how poor they are compared to baseball players and basketball players, they could get jealous in a hurry. A blockbuster trade today, the Dodgers, they trade Matt Kemp, Yaxville Puig, and Alec Woods to the Cincinnati Reds. Now, Homer Bailey, one of the players of the Dodgers, will get back. The rest will be named. But those players, and imagine playing baseball growing up as a young boy, Big C, could you imagine that baseball players that only bat 300 or less Actually, really, to be honest, I said that about 250 can make about $25 million a year. Big C, your thoughts? Well, Charlton, it, it, it's astonishing the money in baseball. But as we've talked before, baseball has the best union in all of professional they sports. Do. They do. Which allows their players to make those contracts. I mean, we just saw the hot stove league going on in Las Vegas. Yeah. And, and the banting that was going around about Bryce Hopper and Manny Machado. Yeah. That these players would be making between two and four hundred million dollars in the, on the free agency market, Charlton, in that next big contract that they signed. Yeah. And in yeah. contrast to the trade that the Dodgers made today, Charlton, the RCL Pre, Matt Kemp. You know, those have been two stalwarts in the lineups the Dodgers talking in these last two World Series runs. And so you got to look at the, the Cincinnati Reds, formerly the Big Red Machine. Yep. Are they serious about playing baseball this season, Charlton? That they have not been significant in the National League in over a decade. But to make moves like this, Charlton, to bring in these young players, Charlton, that are still in the prime of their career. Yeah. That means that the Reds and their management now are talking about getting their fans excited in Cincinnati, Charlton. Yeah. And I, I think it's great for baseball. When, when you look at the Dodgers, they don't have any problem securing the players that they need in their lineup. And, you know, now that they've lost four guys, well, at least three of them that were significant in, in the World Series run, Machado, Puig, and Kemp, Charlton, yeah. they're going to have to get a whole new outfield as well as another shortstop. But they'll get their shortstop back who was hurt. But the Dodgers will be strong. But hopefully this will help solidify the Reds lineup, Charles. Yep, that's a very good point, Big C. I just think it's amazing. You talk about that big red machine. Talking about me growing up seeing Reggie Jackson, you know, watching Barry Bonds play when I got media. The money's tossed around, and everybody seems to get rich in baseball, but the batting average has not gone up. It's actually gone down. They're, they're the worst batters now that are just making $20 million a year than they were batters batting over 300 that was having a hard time making a million dollars a year. Of course, generation things change, Big C. But we hope everybody has a success no matter what they do. I just think it's crazy how much money people are making and they're not even the best in the business. You would think that kind of money is for the best in the business. The Dodgers are obviously tired of losing. 
and they want to do something different. I think the good news for Yasiel Puig is he will not have his house robbed this year in the playoff game. Based on your thoughts. <laughs> well, Johnson, and it may even make his career stronger. You know, you take certain players out of the limelight cities, Charlton, yep. like Los Angeles. You, you, you think about the oppressed society that he came from in Cuba. Then you turn him loose in America, in Los Angeles, and he's a millionaire, Charlton. Yeah. There's a no-limit soldier, as you basically you're saying. Yeah. So I think he didn't achieve all of what he can as a baseball player, Charlton, based on the backdrop that he was living in. He moved to a Midwest city, Charlton. Hopefully things will change with him and he'll reach his full all-star potential. Yep. That's good, Dixie. I hope he does, too. So hopefully, no matter where you are, we wish you all fair and love and work. I think everybody's great. The holidays are great. It's a great time of year. Let's hope everybody can spread some love, some holiday cheer throughout the year. You know, we have our God gave us all his son. Christmas is coming up. Everybody's buying presents, not really being grateful for for their own religious belief, whether it's Christ or whether you're Muslim or whatever you believe in. We just want to spread a lot of love, especially with Big C Sports. Big C, I want to get on to the, the world of the NFL. I know that this is really coming down to where teams are going to decide who's actually in the playoffs now and who's going to be heading home early. We've already had some some multi-multi-million dollar quarterbacks heading home early, whether you have Rodgers out of Green Bay or you have Flynn down there in Atlanta. A lot of good players are not going to carry their team any further than the regular season. But I want to get your thoughts on some of the schedule coming up. And I'm going to start. It's a Monday night game that I want to start with, and that's the Oakland Raiders. The Broncos 6-8 and eight at the Raiders 3-8. and eight. And that's an 8-15 kickoff Monday on ESPN. The Broncos are favored by 2.5 in Oakland. It might be the last game for the Oakland Raiders at the Coliseum. That's anathema to the guys that played there for back in the day, whether John Matuzak, the late John Matuzak, the late Kenny the Snake Stabler. You have Art Shell. You have so many great players. Cliff Branch, Big C. And when Madden was coaching and, and Davis owned it, you know, Al Davis owned it, would you have ever thought, I think the Raiders leaving Oakland or playing their last game in Oakland would be just as shocking if you were to say, are the Bears playing their last game at Soldier Field? Are we that so detached from their fan base that a team like the Raiders can just rip the heart out of Oakland and they have a, a coach in John Gruden who's horrible for the franchise and they're just going to tell the, the the whole East Bay screw you because of your thoughts. Well, Charlton, I, I, as bad as it is, I think the fans might be a little desensitized to it, Charlton, because it's happened before. You know, 20 years ago when they went to Los Angeles, and became the Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah. And then you look at where they are now, Charlton. They announced this move well in advance. Yeah. That they were going to Las Vegas. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things I've always thought from a fan's perspective, Charlton, is why do you continue to support somebody who no longer cares about you? Yeah. You know, when you're an adult, you voluntarily give them your money, Charlton. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then when you look at the product that they're putting on the field now, Charlton, from a fan's perspective, why do you go? I know. You know, is it from leniency, Charlton, that, 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 that they've developed over the years? But but you're walking into this scenario, Charlton, and you know it's not going to be there, and you think because you keep showing up, yeah, they're going to stay. They got that, that foundation for that stadium in Vegas poured already, Charlton, yeah. putting up the main structure on it also. Yeah. They're going. You know, the thing, and, and I've always wondered, when teams leave cities, yeah, and the thing that the city of Oakland can do, the only team, only city that has done this, Charlton, in the history of, well, it's two of them, Charlton, that yeah. have done this. Yeah. The, the city of Houston retained the name of the Oilers. Yep. The city of Cleveland retained the name of the Browns the because Browns. they own those cities, Charlton. Yeah. And, and that's what these fans don't realize. You've put money into these organizations, not just buying tickets, but building stadiums. You allow those organizations to exist financially. And so if the Oakland Raiders want to make a move that will destroy that organization, Charlton, and yep. leaving town, yep. put them for the name right, that the Raiders belong to California. Yeah. Yep. And that's the only way that they can get some type of sanity out of this deal, Charlton. But I, and that's the one thing that has bothered me about franchise leaving 
is that you take the name that's synonymous with that city, Charlton. So yeah. No, if you're going to leave, you got to do like the Browns. They became the Ravens. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You got to do like the Oilers. They became the Titans. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So if you're going to go to Vegas, you got to become something else, but you can't be the Raiders, Charlton. That's a good point, Big C. Let's do Big C's. Big C's NFL football preview. Everybody has their own thoughts. You do it like nobody else, Big C. We're going to start with the Redskins 7-7 seven seven at the Tennessee Titans 8-6. and six. That's a 4.30 kickoff Eastern time Saturday, Big C, on the NFL Network. And the Titans are favored by 10. It's hard to get a 10-point point spread in the NFL, Big C. Your thoughts? Well, Charlton, you know, they're hoping that magic and uh, lightning strikes twice with Josh Johnson and with the Washington Redskins. Yeah. But I think this defense of the Tennessee Titans, Charlton, will be a little more formidable. Marcus Marion, Oden knows he needs to win another game to get the Titans into the playoffs. Yeah. And if he wins the next two, he really solidifies a good playoff seating for the Titans, Charlton. Derrick Henry is just running crazy up and down the field right now, Charlton. He's yeah. a huge back out of Alabama, former Heisman Trophy winner. As long as they keep the ball in his hand, I don't think that Washington has anything defensive, defensively to stop him. Yeah, he's pretty tough, Big C. I also look at the Ravens. This is a big game for playoff implications. The Ravens 8-6 and six at the Chargers 11-3. That game is an 8.30 kickoff Eastern time Saturday on the NFL Network. The Chargers are favored by 4.5, but they really got to understand this team, the Ravens, can that dual threat coming in. You don't see that in, in, the, in, the, in the AFC West, Big C, with Jackson coming in. I think the Chargers can get this game, but they really got to stop the run because you got to run and pass quarterback. It makes it very difficult, Big C. Your thoughts? Well, you know, when you think about this Chargers defense, Charlton, one of the better defenses in the NFL. They're going to get one of their defensive tackles back this week. Charlton has missed the last four games with a, a ailment of his young daughter, Charlton, with yeah. a heart condition. Yeah. But he's back with the organization. So you think about that motivational lift that he's going to give to his defensive teammates, Charlton. Yeah. But when I look at Phillip Rivers, what quarterback other than Patrick Mahomes is playing better than Phillip Rivers? He has a great set of receivers. Keenan Allen's going to be back this week, Charlton. But that defense can play lights out. Yes, Lamar Jackson brings a, a different perspective to a defensive scheme, Charlton. Yeah. That you now have to account for the quarterback. But that Ravens defense is also just as good as that Chargers defense. Yeah. This will be one of the better defensive battles this week, Charlton. Yeah. I like the Chargers to win this game, but don't sleep on the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Very good point. The Jaguars, the disappointment of the AFC, 4-10 versus the Dolphins, 7-7. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff Sunday on CBS Sports. And the Dolphins are favored by 4.5. I know Jacksonville came into this season expecting a lot coming off the AFC Championship game. Now that they have an all-Florida matchup, Big C, your thoughts? Well, Charlton, when we look, there's three teams down in Florida. Is any of them really playing professional football? No. And, and especially Jacksonville. I mean, you're playing Cody Kessler at quarterback. You know, this guy has been a cast off around the league, Charlton, for the first couple of years he was in it. Now they bench Blake Bortles. You know, you might as well cut the guy instead of just benching. Yeah. Because that, that, that's where his job is going to be next year, Charlton. He has to find work elsewhere. The Miami Dolphins, I mean, after that miracle against the New England Patriots, <laughs> fell flat on their face last week, Charlton. Yeah. They, they, they were sipping too much moonshine, I guess, <laughs> down there before the key. Yeah. But this, this is a game, Charlton, that they should handle. I mean, down in Miami, down in Florida, it's hard to say which one of these teams will rise up on that particular weekend. But I'll take the Dolphins this week, even without Frank Gore. Big C, the Atlanta Falcons 5-9 at the Carolina Panthers 6-8. One o'clock kickoff Eastern Time Sunday on Fox Sports. The Falcons are favored by three and a half. I think Cam has been shut down, which is the right thing to do. But at the same time, the Falcons, they have nothing to play for either. What are we going to see in this game, Big C? Your thoughts? Well, Charlton, the Falcons got everything to play for. You think about the Carolina Panthers. They're starting a rookie quarterback out of Old Dominion. So, I mean, here it is. You, you got a guy, a rookie quarterback out of Old Dominion. You got Matt Ryan making $155 million, and he has to outshine this young quarterback. God, you that think? has no yeah. NFL experience in his first start. Yeah. You know, but the Atlanta Falcons have been beat up this year defensively. You know, Matt Ryan hasn't been able to get point production in the red zone. Carolina, we've seen them on an eight-game losing streak. Yeah. I expect them to go to nine, Charlton, this weekend. I understand that, Big C. The Buccaneers 5-9. and nine. 
at the Cowboys 8 and 6. This is a big game for Dallas. 1 o'clock kickoff Eastern Time. Sunday on Fox Sports. The Cowboys are favored by 7. It's a game the Cowboys should win, especially with the Buccaneers not going anywhere. But the one thing about the Buccaneers, they can score a lot of points even though they lose a lot. Big so your thoughts? Buccaneers have a great receiving core, talk, which will you know, present a lot of problems with that Cowboys secondary. Jameis Winston is hot and cold. You, you don't know which side of the faucet you're turning on when he walks on the field. <laughs> yeah. but, but the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> Zach Prescott really needs to rebound from that lackluster game he had in Indianapolis last week. Yep. They held Ezekiel Elliott in check under 70 yards rushing Charlton in that game. And the Dallas defense did not get any pressure on Andrew, Andrew Luck. No. They're going to have to flip the script this weekend, Charlton. They still haven't solidified first place in the a- NFC East. Yep. They have to win out to guarantee that, that playoff spot, Charlton. That's true, Big C. The Vikings, you like that? You like that? Kirk Cousins, 7-6-1 at the Lions, 5-9. and nine. You have two quarterbacks, Stafford, 100-plus 100, 100 million dollars, and you have Cousins making about $84 million. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff Sunday on Fox Sports. And the Vikings are favored by 6. The Vikings are making their playoff run, but they're at Detroit, Big C. Could be an upset, but I'm not sure your thoughts. Well, Charles, we're going to find out if your cousin really has the <laughs> this week, <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you, you think about it. Matthew Stafford has the comeback record in, in the NFL. Yeah. You got your cousin in Minnesota. Yeah, he's not my cousin. guaranteed dollars, Yeah. And he has not proven that he can beat a team with a winning record consistently. Yeah. He has a chance this weekend, Charlton, because Detroit has a losing record. The Vikings should win. The Vikings should win, Big C. The Bills, 5-9. and nine. At the Patriots, 9-5. and five. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff Sunday on CBS Sports. The Patriots are favored by 13, even with their problems with Gordon. Hopefully he'll get some help. I hope they don't throw the young men under the bus. This is a chance to step up as an organization, the Kraft organization. I hope that they treat him as if he's Tom Brady needed help. Big C, your thoughts? Well, you know, it's an interesting story in New England. When you think about Josh Norton Johnson, that's not a football story. That's a humanity story. That's a young man who has struggled with some demons for many, many years, Charlton. He has fought this battle with dignity. And, yep. and people can say, how can you say a drug addict is fighting a battle with dignity? Is that he didn't hide Charlton in some back alley. No. He made it publicly known what his problems was, what his demons were. You know, and if more people were honest like Josh Gordon, think about how great we would be in society. Yeah. To say, I'm struggling. I need help. Yeah. And I can't beat this by myself. Because if you've ever known a drug addict, Charlton, They'll tell you that the drugs talk to them. Yeah. You know, you ever seen somebody get drunk in, in a bar or even on a television show? What do they do? They sit there and talk to that drink that yeah. they're drinking. Yeah. And you think about it, that drink is not as powerful as that narcotic out there. Think about what that narcotic is saying to somebody. Yeah. You know, and we always reference the, the late, great Richard Pryor on this show, Charlton. There was a skinny deal one time that his ex-wife was leaving him. Yeah. And her car was in the in the driveway. Yep. And he pulled out his firearm and went outside. He said, <laughs> shot a couple times, and he said that vodka that he was drinking told him to shoot something else. So he shot the car. Yeah. Okay? So that's what these things do. These are demons. Yeah. And so all the best to Josh Gordon. Yeah. But back to the New England factor, Charlton, you know, against Buffalo. New England has struggled within their division this year, Charlton. They'll still win that division, but they're not guaranteed a win. We saw Buffalo last week, Charlton, go out and get a win. Yeah. They're, they're capable of doing that again this week. And when you look at this New England receiving core, house beat down, yeah. and that defense is not playing that great, this is a pick game, Charlton. That's a good point, Big C. The Packers eight, actually 5-8-1 at the Jets 4-10. Wasn't Donald supposed to be the savior for the Jets this year? One o'clock kickoff Sunday, Fox Sports. Packers are favored by three over there in New York. Big C, your thoughts? Well, I, I think some people had slated Darnold for the Hall of Fame. Yep. They, they had rated him as good as Aaron Rodgers yeah. at, at the start of the season. 
I guess their records are quite similar, so I, I guess they were accurate <laughs> on that topic. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. somebody got a prize. So, I mean, they were the yeah. was as good as Aaron Rodgers. And yeah. The records are not far apart, maybe a couple games. Yeah. But, that's... you know, this is a game that the Packers should win. The Jets do come into this game with momentum. I think there's some disgruntledness right now in Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers would not take a seat and let them see what they have in their younger quarterbacks. Yeah. Will he have an attitude going out there in this game, Charles? It's like me against the world. Yeah, me against the world. Basically, a game that's bigger than really it appears. You have the Texans 10-4. and four. It's a big win for them if they get it. At the Eagles that are coming on strong at 7-7, seven and seven, and that's a 1 o'clock kickoff Sunday on CBS Sports. Now, the Eagles are favored by a two-and-a-half, which might seem somewhat surprising. But Nick Falls showed what they could do when they went to L.A. and scored a lot of points. And their defense is good. It's a home game. This is a, this is a game against Carson Wentz because if the Eagles can pull the upset against Watson and the Texans coming in, then why do you really need to go and keep Carson Wentz when all they did was lose with him and you have Foles last year's Super Bowl MVP. If this guy balls out and beats the Rams and the Texans back-to-back, what does that say about Carson Wentz, Big your thoughts? Well, Thompson, what does it say about the hierarchy of your friends McShay and Kuyper? <laughs> you got to grab the franchise quarterback. And, you know, they'll be on television every week, you know, the rest of the year, talking about who's who and who's what, and you got to have this guy because he's going to make your franchise better. Yep. I mean, none of these guys hype. You know, Nick Foles. No. When you look at the Eagles, though, it's not just Nick Foles, Charlton. They had a rookie running back out of Notre Dame last week, Charlton, that carried the mail for the Eagles. He made the difference in offense. They had a running game, Charlton. Yeah. As much as we want to give a quarterback accolades and any quarterback in the league, when you look at Drew Brees last week, his running game was shut down against Carolina. He yeah. couldn't get started. Yeah. The Rams, Todd Gurley was shut down against the Eagles. They couldn't get started. So you got to have a running game, Charlton. Houston has had a solid running game all year. Yeah. Deshaun Watson also adds that to that running game with his mobility. But this game, Charlton, will be a lot more difficult for the Eagles than what that game was in Los Angeles. I like the hotness of the Texans, Charlton, and to keep their winning streak back, got on track. Talking about getting on track, the Rams 11-3 and at the Cardinals 3-11. and that's a 4-5 kickoff Sunday on Fox Sports. The Rams are favored by 14. The Rams might be favored by 14, and they should win, but I don't know if they can get 14 because they've had a hard time holding on to the ball, especially with golf being, I guess they figured out as a defensive guy, you guys watch a lot of tape, and you don't let the same guy beat you with the same kind of play week after week after week. Gurley's not rushing for 100 yards. Golf's throwing as many interceptions as touchdowns. Actually, more interceptions than touchdowns. I'm not saying there's an upset waiting to happen, but the Shrine can come off the Rams really fast if they lose this game, Big Your thoughts? Well, when you look at the Rams, Charlton, offensively, they're going to be missing another player. Clearly, most likely, will not play Sunday due to a knee strain that he suffered against the Eagles. Jared Goff has just looked very skittish in the pocket. As yeah. he, he looks like a young Eli Manning right now in the pocket. Yeah. I mean, if you change uniforms between those two quarterbacks, you wouldn't know who's who. Yep. So the, the, the Rams are in trouble. But, you know, this is a time that they can get healthy against the Cardinals. The Cardinals last week benched Josh Rosen in the, in the second quarter, Charles, because they've been disenchanted with his play. Yeah. This is a team that's in total flux. The Rams will get right this weekend against the Cardinals. They got to make it happen, Big C. The Bears 10-4 at the 49ers 4-10. That's a 4-5 kickoff Eastern time Sunday on Fox Sports. And the Bears are favored by four and a half. Four and a half is not a big point sport, especially when the 49ers are starting a guy in Nick Mullins. That's, all he does is win, Big C. If he's not winning, he's keeping them close. I still think the Bears with that defense will come into San Francisco and get it done. But this is a, the same thing with Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. If you're the 49er Brass, why do you need Garoppolo? He hasn't stepped forward and said, let me restructure my contract. We are on the verge of something. But they won't get there if they have their money tied up in a guy that doesn't even have a winning percentage that's more than 50% of his games. And, and Garoppolo, here's a guy that's never been in the playoffs. You have a guy in Mullins. He shows you you can take some money and put it into your defense. Because def you need a defense like the Bears to go and win. The 49ers are good enough to score points. 
and at least stay competitive. But if all your money's set up in the quarterback, what does this say about them if Mullins has a good game, even though they might lose big? So your thoughts? Well, Charlton, everybody's buying into this quarterback hype. You look at the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL versus a quarterback who had their teams winning their conferences, Charlton. There's a huge disparity financially. Yep. When I look at the 49ers in this game, Charlton, the Bears need to be concerned coming in. Here's the Bears celebrated all last week, winning the division title for the first time in over a decade. Did they get back to work soon enough, Charlton, to concentrate on this 49er team? That Seattle walked in, figured they had an easy game. All of a sudden, they walked out of there with an L. Yeah. And put some stress on their playoff bracketing, Charlton. The Bears have soared up their division. Will make you play a lot of backups, Charlton, trying to get them some experience. So be careful of the 49ers this weekend. Especially coming out to the West Coast, where that won't be in freezing temperatures, Big C. The biggest game of the week, most likely, could be an upset or could be a blowout. Both teams can ball defensively. Both teams can ball offensively. When you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, 8-5-1, going to the Saints at the Dome, a 425 kickoff Eastern Time Sunday on CBS Sports, and the Saints are favored by six. Both teams really got to have this game, though, Big C. Your thoughts? Well, most definitely, Charlton. The Saints are at home where they've been invincible this season. The Steelers are coming off a hard-fought victory against the Patriots. But you got to look at the, the Steelers, Charlton. They didn't look that great offensively, nor did the Saints look that great uh, against Carolina. Yeah. But there's nothing like coming home in front of a crowd, Charlton, to get some home cooking at home and in the stadium. Yeah. So I, I, I like where the Saints are. I mean, if you're looking at getting favoritism from the officials, yeah. they don't like Mike Tomlin. No. They would much rather have a feel-good story in New Orleans for Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Yeah. Two tremendous defenses, Charlton. But I don't know if the, the Steelers have enough offensively to slow down the Saints at home in New Orleans. Especially in the Dome, Big C. Last NFL game, the Chiefs 11-3, and Patrick Mahomes doing his thing. They're at the Seattle Seahawks 8-6. and six. That's a 8-20 kickoff Eastern Time Sunday on NBC Sports. And the Chiefs are favored by 2.5, up there with all of that noise up in Seattle. I, I do think it's a game. This determines whether Seattle still a consideration for the playoff hunt. If they go to 8-7, it looks like it's going to be a slim pickings. If they can find a way to upset the Chiefs, and really when they win at home, it's not an upset. But give me your thoughts on Wilson and Mahomes, two excellent quarterbacks. Make sure your thoughts. Well, Charlton, this is a game that both teams desperately need. Both of them need to win to solidify their position in the playoff. But, you know, when, when you look at Seattle and what Russell Wilson can do, He's going to create hard times for that Seattle, that uh, Kansas City defense. Yeah. We know Mahomes is magic. But can his defense slow down that Seahawks offense enough, Charlton? Because when you look at how well they have played, even coming back against the 49ers prior to losing in overtime last week, yep. this is a tremendous team that's gotten better as the year has gone on. Patrick Mahomes. He just amazes you every game. There's nothing that he has not done during this season, Charlton other than getting to the playoffs and getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's an amazing player, Big C. When we look at the, the NFL, a lot of good things happening. Just on the side note, Big C, when you look at Carolina Panthers, would you believe that safety Eric Reed, he's been drug tested seven times by the NFL this season. And is that random or by choice? No player in the league has been drug tested randomly seven times, Big C. Your thoughts? Well, Charlton, when you think about how despicable the league is in targeting Eric Reed, and the reasoning for the targeting of Eric Reed, Charlton, because he stood by or kneeled by Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Eric Reed was signed, you know, and they felt that he would not have the publicity that, Eric, that uh, Kaepernick would get yeah. because he was a defensive player. Yeah. But, you know, for the NFL to target him and to say that it's random, what they're trying to do is anger Eric Reed so that he will do something terrible to get suspended or whatever. Right. You, you, you think about this. The league also fined him $25,000 a day for a sideline hit in the Carolina oh, really? game. Really? For hitting a player at the sideline. So the, the league is, is intentionally coming after Eric Reed. I mean, so, sometimes some things in life are so obvious. Yeah. And, but to target an NFL player seven times, and think about it, Charles, he didn't start the season. 
he was signed after the season had started. Right. And he's still been drug tested way more than any player in the NFL this year, Joe. Yeah, that's incredible, Big C. As we close out Big C Sports on this beautiful holiday weekend, I want to just ask you, we have the college bowls. There are a lot of college bowl games happening over the weekend. No one really pays much attention to them because they really don't matter. We know it's all about the Final Four for the National Championship race. But what's wrong with the four-team college football playoffs? Big C, your thoughts? Johnson, you really have to question that in its totality. What is wrong with the four-team playoff? You got to understand when the BCS got together, Johnson, years ago, they said they were going to take the best two teams in the country and pick a site each year and put them in. Yep. We, we saw that with USC and Texas. We saw that with Alabama and Texas, Charlton. We, we saw that with Alabama and Notre Dame. We've we seen that a few times. Then people were disgruntled about that. Said, well, that's not enough. Yeah. Let's, not, let's get away from that, Charlton. Let, let's go to a playoff format. Let's take the best four teams yeah. in the country. And, and if you look at what this thing says, it says the best four teams in the country. Yep. Not the best teams from the conferences, because think about it, if they expand this playoff something that this big cry is for, which would be the worst thing to do, now you got a watered-down process. So you're going to tell me Pac-12 champion, what? Nine and three? Yeah, yep. They're worthy of being in the playoff, Charlton? A nine and three team, Charlton? No. If you, you look around the country, Charlton, you in you're going to bring in Georgia. They, they are what, 11-2? and two? Yeah. So now you got to start bringing in two lost teams, three lost teams, Charlton, into the playoff, where you may have three teams in the playoffs that are undefeated. Is that fair to that undefeated team, Charlton, to have to play a three-loss team and potentially catch them on a hot day? That's a good point. Not only that, it's unfair to these players. You can't keep exploiting these players, Charlton, beyond what you have done. People say, well, you know, They'll get a championship ring. They'll get a goodie bag. They get to travel to another game. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'd yep. rather spend Christmas at home with my family. Yep. So they're the only ones that's not benefiting. But when everybody keeps saying that they need expansion of the playoffs, how many teams are out there? And, and who do you exclude? You expanded? Do you exclude Central Florida, Charlton? Do you exclude a Mountain West team? I think Fresno State was 11 and 2 or something like that. 11 yeah. and 2? Yeah. Do you exclude them? So, how do you start saying who's in, who's not in? Is three losses better than a one loss team, Charlton, that wasn't in a Power Five conference? Yeah. This is a conversation that's almost impossible to have. So, at the fourth team right now, Charlton, which is going to remain that way at least for the next six years. That's the contract. They don't break their contract. Right. You really have to evaluate the young men that you put in peril out there to make the NCAA and these universities more money. Yeah. But the number one factor, how many quality teams can you find, Charlton, that have less than three losses? So if, if you have the SEC, the Big 12, and the Big 10, and out of those conferences, Charlton, you have seven teams. And you have seven of those teams, but at least three of them only have one loss. Yep. Then you look out there at the Pac-12, and you got a three-loss conference champion, Charlton. In Washington. In Washington. And Clemson may not stay strong forever, Charlton. Yeah. Then so you got a two- or three-loss team in the SEC. How do you – well, the ACC. How do you start saying, well, we're only going to take the one-loss teams and put them in the playoffs, and these conference champions with three losses – we're not going to let them in. Yeah, that's, that's why you leave it at four teams, though. That's a good point. And as you mentioned, Notre Dame does not even play in the conference that they get into. Big C, back in the day, there was a man by the name of Drew Boudini Brown. He was known as Muhammad Ali's right-hand man. He would always tell Ali, with all you got to use, how can you lose? Rumble, young men rumble. Big C, what are you looking forward to in the sports universe? Well, Charles, what I'm looking forward to is the weekend of putting some of these teams to rest in the NFL. And hopefully, in next to the last week of the season, Charlton, that these players come out and fulfill their contractual agreement for those fans who bought the tickets, Charlton, and put on some great performance. That's a very good point, Big C. We hope that they all do as well, Big C. We know we love this, the sports universe. We love so much about the holidays. We hope that everybody will stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. 
and enjoy the holidays with your family and hopefully make it more than just about the gift. If you love somebody, tell them you love them. Buying a gift is not as, as much as showing somebody. Every Monday through Friday at 5 and 6 p.m. worldwide, follow Big C Sports on the Big C Sports Network on the number one network in the United States of America. And Big C Sports has been voted the number one sports show in the universe, according to Big C. And them good old boys down south, as we always tell you, that's never, ever an excuse for domestic violence. If you know any man or woman going through that garbage, please call 911 because no man or woman should ever have to go through that garbage on their own. And as we always tell you, on every Big C Sports show, we thank you, we appreciate you, and we hope that you have a super fantastic day. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.